0: When Ebenezer Talks, Sunday Conversations with Pastor Milton Bunting. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. And his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I want to preach this afternoon for a few moments from the subject, Mending the Soul of America. Mending the Soul of America. I don't want it to be said that I am not a Bible Jesus preaching preacher. But when you've been serving one congregation for nearly 20 years, you recognize that you cannot get up on Sunday morning and just, as Dr. James Harris would say, excite the people. There comes a time in the life of the church that the preacher must stand and do more than make you fall out. But the preacher must stand to give you some clarity as to where we are in this world. And I said that because I'm on Facebook Live and I'm really meddling because there are some who feel that the preacher or the black preacher should not take time to discuss the various things that are happening in our climate. But I would submit that I don't want an ignorant congregation. And the only way I can keep you from being ignorant is I've got to address various issues that are happening in our world. And so it's only been 24 hours that this nation has now received a new commander-in-chief. Time, yeah, you can clap for that. Amen. Time does not permit me to even discuss with you all of the derogatory things that have been said, posted, and especially considered within the minds of persons who were, are, and will forever be Trump supporters. However, as we consider the dawning of a brand new day for our nation, 87% of the black population in this country voted for Joe Biden and Miss. Harris. More than ever in ever election has he gotten all of these votes better than any president ever before. And therefore, it is, if you will, important that we give some Man, consideration to how our country will get past these last four years that we've been struggling through and return, watch me now, to a country of love, togetherness, and uh, brotherhood. I want to suggest, Evelyn, today that in the last four years, we have been in a whirlwind, if you will, as a nation Yes, many of us have made a lot of money off the backside of uh, Donald Trump. Yes, our enemies were made to believe that we were tough and firm and that we would meet them as he so eloquently stated with fire, fury, and frankly the power of the likes of which this world has never seen before. We've seemingly been through a dark and stormy night. But various parts of that night seemed to be longer than others. But after this past Tuesday, there seemed to be a glimmer of hope, if you will, in the fact that a new and different kind of leader was on the horizon. And Ebenezer, we are today on the Cups of a great change in the way our country responds to various issues. And we are praying that Joe Biden can truly and masterfully lead this nation through some very difficult moments. Now, I want to submit here today that only time will tell, but we do know one thing. And that is we as a nation must begin to heal from the pain of having to bear and see and observe all of this hateful rhetoric that we've endured during this last administration. And the question at this proclamational hour is how can the soul of this nation begin to mend? I stole that word Quintavion from our elderly saints who when they would be sick and someone would ask them, how you feeling? And they would say, what, Clarence, I'm on the mend. How can this country get past the physical and mental and emotional abuse that has sustained since President Trump took office? And don't y'all sit here and look all haphazard at me. Y'all know we ain't never lived through no mess like this. How can we move past the pain and the agony that we've had to endure? How Can the friendships that were broken because of party affiliation and verbal harassment be mended back together? How can we move past all of this hate and all of this anger and all of this rage and all of this bigotry that has been presented and accepted and supported from the highest office in the land? How can we today mend the soul? of America, the first thing we need to understand today is what is the soul of America? The soul of America is, in this instance, the emotional spirit of a person. It is, if you will, what makes you, you. And I'm not just speaking of the inner part of your being that will one day reside in Hallelujah Square. I'm speaking of your very self, that which makes you you, that which makes or gives you the power to love and respect one another, that which many of us have seemingly lost over these last four years. I want to submit today that we've been losing our soul long before Trump became president. The soul of this nation has been falling off piece by piece for quite some time. And so how do we begin now to mend this uh, soul of America? I believe God has revealed these answers to us in the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. One of the things, Dominique, if you can find it, that we must do if this country is to regain or get on the mend, he is number one, to regain our knowledge of who God truly is. Over these last four years, many of our neighbors and our co workers and our friends have seemingly uh, created this mindset that God, that Trump was God, that he embodied some kind of saving nature, that if it wasn't the way he said, The way was not right. And that's why even at this hour, they are so very devastated because that in whom they made into God has seemingly lost his power and is seemingly losing his position. And let us be reminded today of the words of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator, of the ends of the earth I want to submit today to all that are assembled in this room that we only worship one God no other deity no other spirit no other person other than who Isaiah speaks of and if America is to mend and get past what we've been made to endure and accept America must recognize and acknowledge who God is. I want to park here for a moment and suggest to you that this goes deeper than us just preaching about God being the one that woke you up this morning. God being the one puts food on your table and clothes. That's good preacher talk. That's good preacher cliche. That's what'll make you shout. But when I talk about us as a nation regaining our understanding of who God is, we've got to put God where He's always supposed to have been, and that is first. Now, y'all ain't saying nothing because we've become. A group of people who feel that we don't need God until something happens. We don't call on him until cancer knocks on the door. We don't call on him until husband finds himself another woman. We don't call on him until wife goes another way. We don't call on him until some tragedy or some tragic accident happens. But I would submit that as a nation, we must go back to God. No president. No politician. No pastor. No, anybody other than God is God. So yeah, he woke us up this morning. Yeah, he put food on our table. Yeah, he put clothes on our back. But God ought to mean more to you. If he never gives us any more clothes, he's still God. If he never opens another door, he's still God. If he never makes another way for us, he's still God. There has to be some recognition given to this God. As a matter of fact, all recognition needs to be given to God. When you get up in the morning and you put your feet on the ground, this is Thanksgiving month, you ought to thank God. When you walk into the bathroom and you take care of what you ought to take care of in there, You ought to tell God, thank you. When you walk out of your bathroom and you go back in your bedroom and you pull out something that you're going to put on, you ought to say, God, I thank you. When you put it on and you go in your kitchen and you pull out your morning libation and you look in your refrigerator and you see it's more there than what you really need, you ought to say, God, I thank you. When you walk outside and walk under your carport and stand and look and see which car you're gonna drive this morning you ought to say god i thank you i thought i'd hit home there when you get in whatever car you've selected and you start it up and it doesn't blow up you ought to say God, I thank you. When you stop by the ATM card, ATM machine, and you slide your card in, and you get out your lunch money, unless your boo has cashed up it to you already, you ought to say, God, I thank you. When you put your card back in your pocket, I'm getting on somebody's pew, and you get back in your vehicle, and you roll on to your little job, and your little key still turns, and your little... Cubicle still got your name on it. You ought to say... God I thank you when you go out to lunch and you go sit down with your friends and you got some friends to sit down with you ought to say God I thank you what are you saying Palmer what I'm saying is everything that happens in your life ought to be given to God and God ought to get the recognition ain't no president done nothing for us but God did it if Trump had won I'd still give thanks to God If Trump had gotten another four years I would still give God glory Why? Because I know God is still on the throne And he's still going to take care God did for us yesterday What we've been praying for For four years Now, I want to park here for a minute because I got the right folk watching and the right folk in here. I didn't say that Joe Biden is the savior of the world. I didn't say that he's not going to make some changes that might not sit well with my spirit. I didn't say that next year and the next four years I'm going to be able to make the money I've made this year off of free money from the government but i tell y'all one thing i'll take my chances with this devil just so when I turn on the television, I'm not embarrassed. I'll I'll take my chances with this devil, just so I won't have to be the laughing stock of the globe. I'll, I'll take my chances. I'm going somewhere with this devil, just so I ain't got to worry about looking over my shoulder and waiting for the proud boys to come and get what they really deserve. I ain't got to worry about that. And here's why, because I serve a God that not moved yesterday but I serve a God that if he didn't move yesterday and the tide had turned the other way God would still be God and we would still be alright because God still has his hand on the pulse of this nation secondly secondly if we're going to mend if we're going to he to get past this moment, this time. Secondly, Dominic, we've got to accept the fact that God's power and wisdom is greater than anybody else's. Look at the text, latter portion of verse twenty-eight. He will not grow tired and weary. And his understanding no one can fathom. Once again, America must accept the fact that God doesn't get tired and he doesn't get exhausted from being God. We get tired and we get exhausted, but God never gets tired. And his wisdom far outreaches anyone else's. And if our soul is to mend, we must tap into God's power. If our soul is to men, we must connect with him. Watch this now. And, and allow his wisdom to lead and guide us. My brothers and sisters, who's leading you? My brothers and sisters, who's guiding you? My brothers and sisters, whose strength are you depending on? My brothers and sisters, whose power are you in need of? The text says, "Stephanie, in verse 29, that he gives strength to the weary. Y'all see it? And he increases, preach boy, he increases the power, Aniqua, to the weak. That's something to celebrate today, Miss Karen, because we serve a God who has, down through these last four years, strengthened our weary souls, and he is giving us power in our weakest moments. That's how you made it. That's how you've endured since 2016. That's how you've gotten past all of the ignorance, all of the hate, God proved his power was greater and he proved his wisdom was top notch every time he stepped in to our situation. And you know, I know some of y'all, when you've been dealing with people 18 years, you get to know them on a personal level basis and they can't none of y'all come up here and tell me Palmer he ain't never stepped in my life cause I know you're telling a lie cause when you were sick God stepped in I know you can't tell me that because when your child was in trouble God stepped in you can't tell me that he ain't never stepped in because when some of y'all were mad with me he stepped in that's why you're still here you can't tell me God ain't never stepped in because when you didn't know where you going to lay your head, God kept a roof over there. When you didn't know whether mama, when daddy was going to accept you because of whatever, God made a way out of nowhere. You ought to tell God, thank you. Let that baby alone. You ought to tell God thank you that God keeps on making ways that God keeps on doing what she's doing, that God keeps on building bridges and making things all right. We serve a God God, who is able to do for us in our weakest moment in our hard moment in our tiresome moment all of us done grow tired that's why that man got all them votes I need y'all to understand off the record I need you to get this and then I'll try to holler and get out of here you know why he won Do you know really why? He didn't win off of experience because he's been doing it 47 years. He didn't win off of age because he's older than the one we got now. He won because people in general are just like my mother used to tell me when I was a child. I'm tired. I'm sick and your mama ever tell you that? Sick and tired. So what folk did, they proved to him that they were tired of the buffoonery. Now what we got to do now is we got to put our hand not in Joe Biden's hand, Because I'm going to tell you, Joe Biden's hand is going to be in everybody's hand. Because he's got to deal with both sides of the political aisle. But there's a hand we can put our hand in. It's the same hand that that guided us through the Trump era. It's the same hand that's guided us through all of this craziness. And it will be the same hand. That will carry us through these moments here. All of this as verse 30 suggests. Has happened to many of us. We all have been through this man this last season. Both parties. Both parties. Both parties. Both parties are to blame. But it's now time for mending. It's now time for healing. It's now time to lay off this foolishness on Facebook. It's now time to lay off all of this crazy talk that we interject into our society. I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to leave you, but I want to remind you something. This change, this mending, this, this healing ain't gonna happen overnight. I know y'all wanted a little more today. I'll try to do it next Sunday, but this what y'all hoping for out of this new man ain't gonna come in four years because it took more than four years to get us to where, to where we are. It took us more than four years, Clarence, to get us to where this cycle of tyranny is. It took us more than four years to get us to the point that folks stopped speaking and folks stopped dealing and folks stopped acting right with each other because of political affiliation. It took us more than four years to get us to the point that our elderly are scared to leave home and our young folk were scared to send our daughters and our sons off to college. It took us more than four years to get here. But I got good news today. I got good news, and it comes out of the word of God, Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verse 31. I don't really like Dominic the NIV version. I like Buddy Paul's version a little better. Y'all remember Buddy Paul, don't you? He had a version of this passage that's different than what we got on the monitor. His version was, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. Their strength shall mount up with wings like eagles and run and not get weary and walk and not. Not faint. What we need to do today, we need to learn how to wait on God. I know you didn't want to hear it. I know, Nikita, they didn't want to hear your brother tell them they were looking for something more homiletically sound, more hermeneutically correct. You were looking for me to walk up you and celebrate this. I'm not celebrating yet. I'm not going to celebrate roof walk until we learn how to wait. I'm not going to celebrate nothing until we learn how to wait on God because some things just not going to change overnight. Some Facebook posts not going to change overnight. Some folks' hearts are not going to mend overnight. But if I trust in God, if I keep believing in God, if I keep my hand in the master's hand, God will make a way for me. God will will open doors that no man can shut. And some of y'all can testify to that because the four years that Trump had office, you moved in a house, you bought cars, you paid your mortgage, you kept food on the table. Why? Because you kept Waiting on God. I trust in God. Wherever I may be, out on the land, out on the stormy sea. Come what? Come what may from day to day mine, my heavenly father. My heavenly father, not Joe Biden, not Donald Trump, but my, my heavenly father, my my wheel in the middle of a wheel, my my, my king, my elder brother, my, my my rose of Sharon, my my Prince of Peace, my my horse pouring in the valley, my my barefoot prophet from Jericho, my, my cross. <laughs> my nail biter my my grave resider my my resurrection morning he he's got all power today and and no matter what happens god will make a way no matter what comes and what goes god will make a way but you gotta keep on waiting on him you gotta you gotta keep on trusting him you gotta you gotta on believing that no matter how dark it may get yes Trump is going to the courts, he's, he's going to the judicial branch but, but tell him to go right on because there's another branch it's not the executive branch it's, it's not the legislative branch it's, it's, I taught civics, y'all have to excuse me, it's not, it's, it's not the executive, legislative or judicial branch, it's a divine branch and the one that's in charge of of the divine branch he sits high and, and he looks low and, and the little children used to sing he's he's got the whole world in the palm of his hands he's got little bitty babies in in the palm of his hands who is that his name is Jesus his name is my father, his, his name is, is my shepherd, his, his name is, is, is whatever I want him to be. He's my midnight rider, he's his my heavy load shower. He, he walks with me and he, he talks with me, he, he tells me that I am his own. him lex i gotta i gotta wait on him just like just like i'm waiting for that honda rubicon four wheeler uh, 2021 i got to i gotta wait on him just like i'm waiting on that ps5 to come from japan i got to i gotta wait on him just like i'm waiting on that 9 11 to come i gotta i gotta wait on him just just like i'm waiting on the church to get this escalated i gotta i gotta wait on him i, I gotta wait on him i gotta i gotta wait just like I gotta wait to see that child grown I gotta I gotta wait on him just like you waited on your husband you waited on your wife they they weren't always where they are now but you kept on waiting you kept on praying you kept on believing you waited on your son you waited on your daughter you waited on your grandchildren and, and that's what you gotta do now you gotta keep on waiting I don't know when it's coming. I don't know how it's gonna come. I don't know what ship they're gonna deliver it on. But it's coming. We know it for a fact. You know how we know? Cause yesterday, yesterday was was a living testimony. But I got some Pentecostals in here. I got some Methodists in here and I got to help them understand how I know it didn't just happen yesterday, but some years ago one Friday afternoon he hung high stretched wide toenailed his hands toenailed his feet then he died from the 6th to the ninth hour he died until dead men started walking He died Until the centurion soldier Said surely He was the son of God I'm gonna tell you how long you got to wait He died Until the moon dripped with blood He died Until Mary got a new son He died Until he went down in a bar tomb, Preach revival in hell wrapped death hell in the grave huh, around his chariot wheel <laughs> but right early, right early, right early Sunday morning, I heard my daddy say 40 some years ago that he got up with all power he got up with all If you just go sit down Just sit down Cross your legs And say Father I stretch my hand to thee No No, no, no No, no No, no, no No other Help I know He'll teach you You gotta prop your feet up, throw yourself back, and make pretend you're still young again. But that's just another posture of waiting on the Lord. Sometimes you got to sit on the dock of the bay and watch the tide roll in. Sometimes you got to pull off a flower and just take a moment to smell the month y'all thought I was going to mess that up didn't you but I'm so glad so glad that no matter what comes if I learn how to wait on him if I learn how to trust him if I learn how to hold on God will God will good afternoon children see you after a while But I wanna tell you today, our nation needs mending. Our nation needs healing. Our nation needs somebody to take us out of this antebellum state. Take us out of this slave mentality. Take us out of this disrespect. Take us out of calling countries than me. And I gotta tell you today Can't nobody Change our heart Can't nobody Change our mind Can't nobody Change our thinking I can't get it, Karma. I don't understand it I understand the way stand if you wait on him. He'll come but can't you help me. I'm up in age now. Can you find me a hymn to help comp- help me comprehend what waiting really means and who I'm waiting on? Why sure darling, I can find you a hymn. I know one right here. My hope is this or nothing less than Jesus' blood righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame but holy 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 on Christ on Christ on Christ not on Biden not on the Democrats not on the Republicans but on Christ on Christ My deliverer on Christ I stand. All, 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 all of the ground is sinking sand. Come on, let's celebrate it. On Christ, the solid rock, we gonna stand. We gonna stand on it on Monday. We gonna stand on it on Tuesday. We gonna stand on it on Wednesday. We gonna stand on it on Thursday. We gonna stand on it on Friday. We gonna stand on it on Saturday. Let the redeemed, let the redeemed, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Ain't he all right? I said, Ain't he all right? Are you gonna wait on him? I said, are you going to wait on it? I said, are you going to wait on him? He may not come. He may not come. He may not come when you want him to. But if you keep on waiting, if you keep on trusting, if you keep on believing, God will. God will. God will. Listen, listen. I'm done. Listen, listen. We gotta learn how to wait on God. When Ebenezer talks. Sunday Conversations with Pastor Milton Bunting.